we're actually in person three-dimensionally recording was that the right button i i hope so because it's the one i hit and stuff is happening so you're looking I, at the computer like i know stuff. like something's happening and it's a different screen to the one i'm now used to i feel like i can hear the third dimension Ooh. <laughs> it tingles oh gosh um yes well Hello, you are listening to a lockdown-free episode of Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Chase. We are sitting here in the same room recording for the first time. This is the first time for Ever? X amount of months. Yes, a, a significant period of time. Yes. It's been a while. I mean, it, it has been a while since the last episode anyway. It's been three weeks since the last one. Oh, uh, so bad people. Apologies for that. It will hopefully not happen too often, but... Fuck, it's been it's not not been a fun couple of weeks, I can tell you. Um but in those three weeks, what have you been up to? What have I done? I've done some stuff. Stuff is good. I yeah. I'm I'm looking at the list of which I kind of tried to remember today. I noticed um, you had a list. I know, like, right. Is this is this something you've been doing on the side when we've been doing it intergalactically through the internet? <laughs> That you just haven't shown me? Are you taking notes? Or is I'm not, this no. So, the difference that? is I'm not taking notes. What I tend to do is right before I hit the record button, I feverishly scramble whatever I is, scribble down, whatever I've done for the last however long. So, you don't wing it? Well, I, I thought mean, you always winged it. I, uh, I was very impressed with your improv I'm skill. not confident that any of it's accurate. And it I matter. often don't stick to the script. But, you know, it's, uh, all right, what, what are the things I need to try and remember to... to cover off um so this is as i said i basically did that tonight while we were waiting for for everything to happen um (laughs) taking us three weeks to get together to record and another three hours for me to get the kids down which may or may not like stay but that's fine one's down one is down (laughs) one is definitely not down um, so hobby things. What have I done? Three weeks. All right. So I have done a little bit of painting around the Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little bit more on Valkyrie. Not quite finished, but a little bit more. And then I got bored and I did some more on, I started Lockjaw. Yep. So he's been fun. Um, are you doing any sort of teleportation tricks on I it? I don't or? know. I had a very long conversation with Jared around, could I cut him in half and almost do like portal style? Have him on two bases. Yeah. And then when you move him, instead of, you you, you leave him there and then you move the front half to the other <laughs> bit and then you take the other one away. Um, and that seemed like a lot of effort for a, a a little bit of reward. So we, we're not doing that. So no. I'll get him painted and then I'll have a think about how I'm going to... There's a couple of ideas. I just don't know if I can be bothered. Um, so a little bit of Valkyrie, a little bit of Lockjaw. I got a little bit inspired by somebody and I started doing the rulers and range findery thingies and whatnot and measuring widgets in the box. The, so The box stuff. Yeah. I started doing a little bit of them, just gave them a bit of a spray and 
some black over the top for the little raised bits. Um, again, in a very half-finished state currently. And then I painted one of the cars. I repainted him. I wasn't happy. So I, I did one of the cars in the box. Now, those are the photos that you sent, or did you redo it since then? When did I send photos? You sent, like, fantastically gorgeous photos. I, I finished mean, I him. to God that yeah, no. The The yellow that. car is the yes. one I've redone. Um, I finished it since those photos, though. You didn't start it again, did you? No, not that okay, one. good. I had painted them, like, I'd started the base coat for them, but it was a bit rough, mm-hmm. and so... That was the result of me starting again with a okay, photo, those good. photos because that was incredible. So it's fun. Like, it was it was surprisingly not pain too painful to do. Although I feel like the the problem is now I've committed to the yes. style for the rest of them. Um, so we're here now, and that's uh, fine. Do you just need to do it for the other car, or do you need to continue it on for anything else? Well, I'm thinking windows of buildings oh, and true. that kind of jazz, mm. which I'm not really impressed about. We'll see. I might I might avoid it and see how bad it looks together. Let's see, when you 3D print a three-story building. Yeah, it might every single goddamn thing. <laughs> um, so, look, that's been happening. Speaking of 3D printing, I finally got my printer back in action. Which Excellent. Is very exciting for me. Um, it's literally, it, it, I do that thing where it works really well for a while and then something happens and it doesn't. And I crack the shits with it for about three months. And it sits there and then I somehow work up the motivation to do probably very little to fix it. And it goes again. Um, so, it's currently going again and I think it's been going nonstop for the last week. Excellent. Um, while I'm doing stuff and just getting stuff printed, um, which is glorious, doing a bunch of different terrain. And yeah, Marvel Crisis Protocol buildings and stuff are on the agenda. <sighs> we're going to need some. Yeah, we're going to need I think them. both of us are going to need some. Or yeah. probably all three of us. Yeah. yeah anyway, um, I'm reasonably sure Jared's already started. Yes. So uh, this is this is good. So that was exciting. Um, other things I have done. Um, l- very little TV. Um, I couldn't remember. I literally wrote a note here that I was supposed to ask before we started hitting like I hit record, and it was, did we talk about the end of Titans on air or off air? Off air. Okay, great. So I finished Titans. Uh, <laughs> I only know that because it's on my list here. Okay, so. great. Yeah. So we did Titans season well, three. Is that what we're up to? Season three. Yes. Totally nailed that. Red Hood season. Yes. As opposed to Deathstroke season and Raven season. Correct. Yes, I totally know. Rabbit season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. Duck season. <laughs> I said duck season. I said fire. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. So we finished that. That yep. was that was exciting. Um, man, Red Hood was a little bitch. I I I'm really it's, much, but. Uh, mm. I got, look, when they introduced Jason Todd in, it was season one, wasn't it? I could hear the erection from here. It was, like, he was spot on. He was a little bitch of a Robin, Mm -hmm. which is who Jason Todd is supposed to be. Yes. It is not who Red Hood is supposed to be. Red Hood has evolved and become uh, darker. Yeah, he was supposed to come back a little bit changed. Mm. And he did not. He, he just, just came, came back stupid. Yeah, and just like easily manipulated, mm. and like even as Robin, the dude was still a badass, mm. and he just 
didn't play that at all. Yeah. Um, so I think fundamentally that was the disappointing piece. I think the storyline was probably a little bit fragmented with mm-hmm. different things going on. Look, with the whole Starfire thing too. Like I don't know. I'm assuming that they took. I don't know Starfire enough, but I'm assuming they took the whole swap of the power thing from a comic, but I'd never read it and I wasn't expecting it. No, so. I, I was the same. That was news to me. And then mm. you start going, what is these new power? How does this? Yeah. Anyway, we're here now. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the black star thing didn't really, mm. it's no, not what I expected. Was uh, and just didn't go back, go back and listen to the, the first couple of episodes where we start talking about season three of Titans and just, you know, how excited, how excited we were. And then, I mean, yes, first episode, incredible. Third episode, the Hawk episode, that was incredible. That was great. And then petered off. Yeah, it just kind of dribbled along for the next little bit. And Mm. weird stuff happened. And, like, I I appreciate that it's based on a comic and there are such things as a Lazarus pit and Mm. all that jazz, right? But I just feel like it got a little bit too easy to not have any consequences. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's always been the thing with Lazarus Pits is you come back a little bit unhinged. Yeah. And that's why... Uh, I'm going to fuck it up. Raish? Raish Agul? Raza Agul? yep. Tomato, tomato. Um, that's why he's completely nuts is because... One too many. One, well, about 100 too many. Yeah. <laughs> he's been going for a long time, that guy. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. It was... I, Look, I will watch the next season, but... I will too. I'll keep watching it as long as they keep... Making it. Making it and putting at least little Easter eggs in it. And, you know, they did Scarecrow this season and it took me a while to recognise it as the guy from Mad Men. But um, he, he wasn't the Scarecrow I wanted, but it was an interesting take yeah, on Scarecrow. Yeah, he wasn't... Again, it was one of those, like, I liked the concept and then the longer it sort of dragged on, the less I found him a credible villain. Yeah. Um, That was probably the challenging piece. So, season four, I'm sure there probably will be one. Yeah. Just be interesting to see where they go. Yeah, I'm I'm super curious. Like, I would love to see something like the Terror Mm -hmm. story arc, but now they've already done sort of... Teammate backstabbing. Yeah. I mean, they kind of did that last season a little bit. Oh, it's kind of the, the trophy storyline, really. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, we finished it. That was the important part here. I had an opportunity to see Eternals, and Ooh. I chose not to. <laughs> okay. I hear it's a decent length. Two and a half hours? I hear... It's different for a Marvel movie. Yes. Um, which you would expect given mm-hmm. direction and, and all that jazz. Um, look, realistically, two and a half hours and unknown. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, this is going to end up being a long night and I may or may not appreciate it. So, no, not not today, Satan. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious too, but uh, I don't know. I haven't been in the cinema for that long. I don't know if I could sit still for two and a half hours. All right. And I'm infinitely more excited that Shang-Chi is going to Disney. This week? 
next week? Twelfth, yeah. So yeah, it's this like week, Friday or something. Friday, yeah. yep. So that good, is good, that good is my Friday night plan. Yeah, Friday. Yep. Excellent. Um, I had plans on Friday. I'm cancelling them now. Yeah. And in preparation, speaking right. of purchases, well, I bought just, a TV. Excellent. <laughs> Going back to Shang Chi, yes. um, I just read today actually that Stanley's original choice for Shang Chi was uh, Brandon Lee. Correct. Yeah. Before the whole crow, crow thing, thing. Um, which was interesting. Yeah. I think I don't even. I haven't seen it yet. I will see it after it's on Disney Plus for free. Correct. Um, yeah, look, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Think think that's a, a winner. So, yes, new TV. Yes. Shang-Chi. It'll Excellent. all line up on Friday. It's the best thing in the world. Excellent. I'm pretty excited. Um, and then the other thing, because I'm a real adult, mm-hmm. is they've also released a new season of Big Mouth. <laughs> um, so, I giggled at penis jokes for four episodes last night. That was the best. Is that season three? I think so. Yeah, I watched, I, watched, yeah. I watched the first season and I was like, yeah, okay. I didn't go any further. Yeah. No, it's brainless, <laughs> stupid. It, uh, yes, <laughs> sign me the fuck up. Um, so, it, again, it's just that what what can I do that doesn't involve thinking? In fact, if we could do less than thinking, can I do negative thinking? And this is ticks that box. Right, right, royally. Um, and then the last little thing I will touch on now because I don't want to touch on it later is a sneaky little game. I got in a week or so ago at Throw the Dice of Kings of War. Ooh. Tell me more. Tell so me more. I managed... Did she put up a fight? No, yeah, go on, I, I lost horribly. It was, yeah. Um, so, look, long story short, it's one of those ones that they've got a little bit of momentum, momentum happening. There's a few players. There's a few things going on. I dabbled in, must have been second edition. So, we're up to third now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how long ago that was, to be fair. Um, and sort of went, yeah, and then lost momentum and got distracted probably by Malifaux. Um, but Seems legit. Yeah. Look, it, they've had a bit of a scene. I've got a lot of stuff. So I just went, look, let's go see what the new new edition's like. See, it turns out it hasn't really changed. I think they might have cleaned up some rules, but I never knew them well enough to know. Um, but it's... Look, it hits the balance of so the old the old rank and flank, which I appreciate. I, I really I really enjoy that style of game. I really enjoy the simplicity of the rules, where it doesn't feel like you're playing on kitty mode. Like the rules are straightforward, the rules are easy, the rules are uh, simple, but there is still a depth in the game. Um, and I really, really get off on the hobby aspect because with all these giant units, right? you never remove models. So it's just mm-hmm. one big base that you can then just do whatever the fuck you want on just all over that base. Um, so effectively it's like playing an army scale game with 10 models. Okay. Just with yep. giant, giant ass bases. Um, so look between the rules, the, the actual feel of the game and the hobby thing, I got a little bit excited and I've, currently sort of working through project ideas at the moment on the side just because I can't help myself. So that was awesome fun and probably something I'm going to have to dip in a little bit harder at some point when I have more time. More than just a tip. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Hmm, dangerous. Anywho, that was me. That's what I've done 
What have you done? Um, well, like I said, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks, so my list is not overly long. Uh, we have covered Titans. Um, speaking of Eternals and, and a two-and-a-half-hour-long film, I decided nine o'clock one night Uh-oh. that uh, I was going to watch a certain film, which is not two-and-a-half, it's two-and-three-quarters. That's that's several hours. <laughs> yep, math. Cool. June. Oh, that's right. That was a movie. Yes. Um, mistake. Watching it, it or watching it at that time? Watching it at that time. Okay. Because, I mean, it's a hell of a lot. And this is part one. They've split the first book into two parts. Which I feel like was the only way they could have done it in correct. kind of justice. I mean, uh, the, the old David Lynch, 86. 84 film uh, was just a vomitous mess really that I when I watched it I'm like well if I hadn't read the book I wouldn't have a clue what the fuck they were talking about here um, so yeah they've split it into two I don't know that part two has got the green light yet 100% but um, it'll happen it'll happen um, yeah it's in the titles it's June part one like it's gonna be an ultimate fuck you to the company if they don't let him make part two it's pretty it's beautiful the acting is really good the it's been a while since i've read the book Uh, but it they seem to get the majority of stuff in it was just the wrong time for me to watch it i'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it because the last half an hour or so there were times when my eyes were closed and I was like no I want to watch this <laughs> um, so yeah I'll watch it again it was pretty I liked it sandworms um, I also watched a TV series on Netflix called Sweet Home which is a Korean show <laughs> Um, I'm still chasing that Squid Game Dragon. I swear to God, like it just—I need—I need that back in my life. I need the feeling that I had from Squid Game. I totally got something completely wrong in my head, and it is the single reason I have not watched Squid Game yet. And I had it in my head that the whole thing was subtitled. It is. You can watch it English dub though, as yes. well. And because you, I had it in my head that it was subtitled and the TV in my bedroom and my eyesight are not compatible, compatible with me reading subtitles, mm-hmm. even with glasses, um, I'm like, no, that's too much effort for any time. And then I realized you can watch it dubbed and it gives you that kind of old school kung fu mm-hmm. vibe as well, which just gets me. So now it needs to be consumed. It does because, like I said, I am still, I need that again. I actually, the wife started watching it and I'm like, I'll join in. But then, you know, I got home late from somewhere at one night and she had watched the last three episodes without me. So I've I've seen six of the nine episodes twice. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, like Sweet Home was interesting it's about a heap of people that live in an apartment block where all of a sudden people start turning into monsters outside and like these are full-on monsters like there's a first episode there is pretty much one of the vampires with the 
my mouth to open up and the huge tongue thing that comes out from Blade 2. Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, there is this massive Resident Evil type knockoff giant muscle thing that just walks around saying protein and looking for people to eat. Um, the visual effects, the, the monsters themselves, absolutely incredible. You said it was Korean, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, they don't half-ass things over yeah, there. Yeah, just incredible to look at. The plot, they uh, they kind of skipped over things. Seems unimportant. Like, there's, there's episode two or three, like, there's, there's people in their midst turning into monsters. Yep. And they're kind of just accepting them, but then quarantining others and hiding from the ones outside. And I'm like, you've what just the explained fuck? the last two years of our lives. Yeah, well, true. Um, so I finished it. I, I wouldn't watch it again. It's set up for a season two. I'd probably watch season two just for the visual effects, though, because they it was pretty ass, man. All right. Um, Apart from that, the only other thing I've started watching, and there's a, a bit of a lead-up story into this, is that uh, I went through... I got bored one afternoon after work, I think it was, and went through... Because my Spotify has connected to my old iTunes. Oh, God. And it can do that? Yes, it can this do is, that. This and is how Skynet starts. bring up the playlists from your, your iTunes playlists. Oh, God. But for whatever reason, I don't know if this is normal or if it's just me, but it brings it up, but it doesn't find those songs. Okay. So I went through one of my old playlists, which was just heaps and heaps of my favorite songs. And I'm like, I haven't heard that for a while. I'll add that to this playlist. I haven't heard that for a while. I'll yeah, add that okay. to this playlist. And while listening, one of the songs was Superhero by Jane's Addiction, uh-huh. which was the theme song for Entourage. I uh, see what's happened here. Yeah. And so I thought to myself the other day, I'm like, I need something to watch while I paint. I haven't watched Entourage in a long time. So I watched the first couple of episodes of that. And I loved it. I need it. I need more. So that'll be my little painting show for a little while. It seems silly to, to start Battlestar again just so early. Yes, just so early. Just so early. I mean, I watched it, what, a year and a half ago? It's coming up. It's about time. About you. Uh, Hobby-wise, I have been working a bit more on the Marvel characters. I did finish off Scarlet Witch, which mm-hmm. I did in a sort of red and black style. Not the pink tights, which is the important thing here. No, all the, all the images I see of her are really pink tights and red, and it just sort of blended and didn't quite work. Yeah. And Correct. So I made her... A sort of darker red with black, more kind of kind of like an MCU type. Closer, yeah. Closer to that, anyway. And then I had a bit of fun, and I played around with the because she's coming out of swirls of magic. I grabbed the old fluoro pink paint that we that I used for the painted pink competition. Yes. And I added some contrast medium, mm-hmm. and I made a contrast fluoro pink color. Well, this can only end well. It did. I was very happy with it. She's very pretty. <laughs> and the, all the magic is very either... It goes from a really bright pink to almost a white in spots. Oh, hello. And I'm quite fond of it. All right. So it worked. Um, so I need to make my own contrast more often, obviously. 
Um, I also did Spider-Man and Doc Ock, which finished off all my Marvel models. <gasps> so I went around to your place and, and we did some airbrushing mm-hmm. for my second time only, which you kindly took one of the bins from the scenery for Marvel and showed me how to do it. And then I did the other bin and there's a distinct difference between the two. Yeah, I'll lift my game next time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's the other way around. But anyway, uh, and likewise for two of the uh, the measuring tools. Yep. And what I then realized is, so there's four measuring tools. One of them I've done with contrast paint, and I'm happy enough with that. The two we did, and then I did the black over the top, mm-hmm. so they're all done. And then the... The last one, which I had kind of started with contrast over like a, a light, the Wraithbone base coat, but I'd also done some white bits in the middle to try and make yep. it not so contrasty before I put the contrast on. I uh, didn't like it. So I've re-base coated that and will be revisiting okay. you. Yep. Easy. But yeah, did a few touch-ups on the bins as well, put some... Typhus corrosion on them, Nurgle's right, and they, they seem to work. That makes such a difference too. Yeah. Um, but then kind of got in a bit of a hobby slump and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I did start Marlena from Malifaux mm-hmm. and was sort of pottering around, doing a few bits and pieces with her. Did the Teddy Green and was kind of okay with that. He looks all right. He's got a big pink tongue sticking out. And was trying to work out how to do Marlena herself when I had this realization that the dress that she wears with the bow at the back mm-hmm. is very similar to American McGee's Alice. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I did those colors. Nice. And she she looks all right. I'm happy with her. And I have started and I've written a name down and I don't know if it's correct. Lilith? Mm-hmm. Is that the... the um, that is a character. It is a character. Is it the right character? Uh, Barbados. Barbados? <laughs> Barbaros. Barbaros. Uh, his old... Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. So, I started on her. She's my most the, the recent... Sword. Yes, that's the one. Yep. So, I started on her. Um, I'm still... I haven't missed a day since we last talked. So, I'm <gasps> 133 models done for the year. I did not count the ones that, that you airbrushed. And I just topped up, so I counted the ones that I've airbrushed. Um, I would have totally counted those. Purchase-wise, I haven't really purchased anything. I have somewhat ordered things. A certain corn pitch and a certain <laughs> corn dice. I haven't got money to it pay was, for them it was yet. Coming. But, um, it was always going to happen. Yeah, I had to, I ordered them through Rich because I was like, oh, if I order them through Bradley, I've got to pay for them up front. <laughs> If I order them through Rich, then I can say, can I pick this up next week? <laughs> um, with two kids' birthdays within yeah. four days. Four days. Yeah, two, two birthdays planning. within four days of each other. Stupid, yeah. stupid. Um, so purchase-wise, nothing. I have acquired... I know, but I have acquired some models. <gasps> I got some models last night, which were a present... And they were given to me, and I'm very cross with the person that did it because they should not be buying me presents. 
Uh, I mean, you don't deserve them. I definitely do not deserve them, but I do have them, so. What is reaching? What is, what is this? Mystique and Beast for Marvel. So now I have more Marvel models well, to put together. Well, you're not fully painted. No, and I'm not fully painted anymore. So I have two models to put together. These are the, uh, apart from Cable and Domino, which are still on order with Rich, um, they are the only Marvel models that I wanted that are currently out. So far. That are currently yes. out. Juggernaut is coming. Colossus is coming. Uh, Gambit and Rogue are coming. Jean currently, Jean Grey is coming, but currently. So now I have these. Ooh, I've just noticed the Beast has an alternate head and hand. Yeah, because he's got the, the claw hand and then the book. He's got the book. Which is the, <gasps> the necessary hand. I think, uh, yeah, I think so. Absolutely book hand. I've just realized that Beast, and Beast is very blue, of course, in Correct. all the pictures. Um, there was a Dark Beast character. It was grey from memory. I'm going to have to look that up. I couldn't tell you colour. Beast from a, a like an evil beast from another world, who is exactly the same except evil. Uh, so it might be a colour choice that I need to do. Interesting. I can't decide whether I like Mystique with a gun. Yeah. Look. If I if I take the gun out, then she's just sort of just trying hold. to fist somebody, really. Look, which is slightly more on character. <laughs> but, um, I'll probably stick with the gun because I can't be asked. The hand that you don't use for beast, you use as a morphing kind <laughs> of it. <a> Ideas. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'll work something out. What could possibly go like, wrong? Yeah. I, like I said, I got these yesterday and they're still in the, the plastic wrap. Shrimp, shrimp. Shrimp wrap, as they call it. Um, but yeah, that's, hobby-wise, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I did want to talk quickly with you about a couple of things from oh. Warhammer Day, which was... When was that? It was yeah, towards the end of October, This is expensive. It? Expensive is a word, yes. Um, there were a couple of things which were intriguing. So, Underworlds. Yes. New Ogre team. I've, which pretty much looks, not looks-wise, but the feel, the the characters are pretty much the same as the last Ogre. I know, but it's better because they're pirates. They're all pirates. They're pretty. They are very nice. I They're trying to get me back into Underworld. They very much are. And I feel like Pirate Ogres is one way to do that. Pirate um, anything is, is one way to do that. Yeah. You basically take anything and add Pirate and it's better. Yeah. Hmm, it's a dilemma. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't dilemma. know what... If, I, I really can't be bothered with a new season and changes and stuff. That seems like a lot of effort, um, but I could be bothered with pirate ogres. I've done the Pokemon thing for so long with Underworlds, and I feel like now's the time, considering how much Underworlds I've played in the last couple of years. I mean, you definitely need more Stormcast. No. <laughs> Just no. I mean, this is the best Stormcast crew that they've brought out oh, so it far. Is, it is, fair. but in, it's, in it's Stormcast. Yes. They are both cast and Storm. Yes. No. So, um, 
I don't know. Look, I think the way I mean, if they if I see a crew that is anything, say like the vampires, yes. I'm going to need to pick them up. Yes, and then I'm going to have cards for this season. So whether that's enough to drag me back in or not, I, I'm the, trying to be good. And I'm also slightly torn, right? Whether if there are sexy AF models that I need to own, whether there's other stuff I can use them for. Mm-hmm. Could those vampires be a blood bowl team? Most certainly. This I is, have this seen is, people do that. This is kind of you know where my thinking mm-hmm. goes. Um, assuming I still need a vampire blood bowl team at some point. Well, there is that. Um, yes. So, yeah, I said, I, I, the, if they bring out cool as models that I definitely need to own, I will probably just pick those up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will probably be very, you know, trigger shy. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's that's exactly how I'm feeling. So, I mean, I'm happy enough with what I've done with Underworlds. I'm happy enough with the. The fact that I have all but one of the crews up to now, and the, yeah. the one I have is don't have is, is another Stormcast one, um, which doesn't come with any cards that I needed. So, yeah, I just I, I can't, I don't have the interest or motivation to keep up with another season of something mm-hmm. that I don't play regularly. If if it was a main game that I was super keen on, I was all over like a rash, sure, but it's it was fun because it was an easy pickup game. Yep. We've got too many of those at the moment. So many of those. Although I'd love to, I would love to get another Underworlds game in soon. I do, yes. We had plans. We had plans with the Harvey Homies guys, but they fell through. Maybe we should try and attempt. Find them. a better podcast to talk to. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, you just can't help being a dick sometimes, can you? <laughs> um, no, I'd love to, love to get those guys in. Just thinking. I'm just. I'm thinking of all the games that. Yeah. We need to play. We have. We have Patreon games to play too. Oh shit! I should do some of those. You should do some of those. I'll line you up. All right. I'm already. I've got a couple planned. Hesitantly, I'm hoping to possibly get Clinton's Blood Bowl Sevens game in this week. Mm -hmm. If you do a Thursday night. No, it will not be an evening. Due to Clinton's um, schedule, damn him! Are we looking at hopefully? Because he messaged me last week. He's like, "I'm free Friday. Can can we do it? I you know, have to be gone by two to pick up the kids." I'm like, "I was going to message you yesterday to find out if you wanted to do Friday, but then today they told me I have to work, so I can't do Friday anymore." <laughs> so we're, we're going to try this week, but I haven't messaged him. Right. Anyway, moving on. Um, how did we go from Underworlds to? Playing games playing, to uh, games yeah, we have to play. Yeah, fair enough. Now cool. we're here. But other things on Warhammer Day, because Warhammer Day is a day... Of Warhammer. Yes. An expensive day of Warhammer. Do we, do we talk about expensiveness? Because <laughs> expense... I don't think we've mentioned it enough. Uh, shall we talk about Warcry? Warcry. And so, just to add insult to injury, and I'm not sure if it's because of Warhammer Day or just dink, but couple of friends of mine that sort of live out West Melbourne way literally caught up for a war cry night the other night and played a bunch yeah. of games uh, and just, you know, regaled me with the tales of it. And it just, huh? And then they go ahead and they release a new box for Warcry. With Spider-Man. 
Oh, so pretty terrain. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. I can't help but feel... So, the the two war bands in it, right? You've Spider-Man. got... The Dark, uh, Dark Oath? Yes. The guys that definitely don't skip neck day. <laughs> That's the thing I got out of all of their sculpts was just very necky. They're very chaosy, chaos people without being it's anything just, how else. Can we, how can we not be Conan, but be Conan, but not be Conan? Yeah. It's vanilla. Um, I feel like they've done that warband in other games they kind numerous of, times. Yeah. And they kind of just roll out that sculpt for a little bit or that style yep. for a little bit and meh. And then you have Spider-Man. 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 Which I looked at and the very first model I looked at had like a, a helmet faceplate thing with like mm-hmm. six eyes that looks like a direct rip from the Necromunda Vansar gang. And then now I can't unsee it. And they are fantasy Vansar. Um, See, I don't know the Vansar well enough to, to not think Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I mean, they're definitely Spider-Man. Like they literally have webs and, and tentacles and stuff as adornments and whatnot. They are definitely the, the peak of the two spider crews. Spider-Peak, Spider-Peak. Um, I'm just not sure that I need them, but I definitely do need the terrain because that is the shit. Pretty terrain. So fucking pretty. How weird is it though to have a box set release where the the terrain is the piece that you want? Like that doesn't that happen very often, does it? No, well, to be fair. Oh, you are a terrain person. I am very much terrain, but the last... I'm sitting here kicking boxes of your terrain oh, under shit, the... That's where they went. Um, the <laughs> last Warcry box, I suppose, the, the, the thing is, both of the warbands in the last box were just sex on legs. Mm-hmm. And the train was a bit meh. Um, and then the first box, the train was mind-blowing because it was mm-hmm. kind of the first time they'd done a fantasy version of that. And it was... It, yes, that was all of the wonderful things. Um... I can't even remember what the first world bands were. Not important. Iron Golems was one, and the other one was the other one. Oh, that's why I didn't care, because it was the other Conan-y kind yeah. of... Yeah. Yeah, snore. Um, I might still have them kicking around some. I don't even know. Meh, not important. Um, so, yeah, I definitely need it for the terrain. I don't know if they've changed the rules. I assume they have. It's the kind of thing that they do to get you to, to buy the latest things. Um, but also... As much as I desperately need that terrain, the last boxes that had like little gribbly monsters and other stuff in it, I really liked. And I feel like this box doesn't have a lot of that. Mm-hmm. They've just... Crew, crew, terrain, done. Yeah. Mm. Probably some little whippy sticks for measuring. Whippy sticks. That's what we're calling them now. <laughs> I like that. I mean, that's what I called them in high school when that, what the entire purpose was to hit people on the back of the legs with them. Um, but, yes. So, I will look for someone reselling the terrain mm-hmm. is the moral of the story. Um, there will be. Guaranteed. Yeah. What else did they do that was good on Warhammer Day? I feel like there's one more thing that, that I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Uh, it was... A, they probably did some Necromunda. Yeah, there was uh, there was definitely Necromunda stuff. Some there was would have been forty k. No, I wouldn't have thrown a Space Marine in this. It's, it's a, yeah. Necrons are coming to 
aeronautical. I said that. I did see those. That, that wasn't a Warhammer Day thing, though. No. Um, also, it wasn't an interesting thing. But, you know. Um, look, you know, <laughs> if anything, I mean, Aeronautica is one of those games. It's like the other ones of those games, really, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't played it, so let's take that with a grain of salt. But I have played X-Wing. I have played Battlestar. Yep. Uh, incidentally, I was supposed to get a Battlestar game in last weekend with my brother, but unfortunately, kid's birthday's kind of fucked up for Rude. Me. Yeah, I know, right? Um, well, the fact that I had no sleep because of the kid's birthdays, and instead of playing games with him, I passed out. Anyway. Look, the important um, thing is we blame the children. That's it. That's it. That's what they're there for. That's why I had them, to blame them. Um, yeah, like, I feel like it's one of those games that plays very similar and yeah. you know would be a bit of fun but so far they've done like orcs they've done space marines they've done elder none of those have appealed necrons are the first thing that that may appeal yeah. if they had chaos then then maybe i'd bite yeah but necrons Just do are a thing possibly good enough depends it depends how they release them love a croissant I do love croissants, and they have different croissants. There were two croissants. Double croissants. Double croissants. I mean, that <laughs> sounds like a better. Like, <laughs> sounds like a good Saturday good. night. Um, anyway, getting back, Warhammer Day. That's uh, what other games? What other games does GW do? Age of Sigma, but who cares? Yeah. Um, Blood Bowl. I needed a new pair of pants that day. I, yeah, when I'm I just glad out, I wasn't wearing any. When I found out, like, seriously. Okay, for those that haven't seen, that have any interest in Blood Bowl. Stop it. Be better humans. Dungeon Bowl is coming. Now, Dungeon Bowl has not been done since Second Ed. It was the first expansion to Second Ed. Blood Bowl, and this is way back when they had the polystyrene pitch for Blood Bowl. They had the single pose plastic miniatures for the teams. There were no block dice. Uh, it was all D6s. And the elves and the dwarves came out in a thing called Dungeon Bowl, which was basically the way it plays is you have two teams and you're in a dungeon. What else do you need? That's it. Like that's that's basically. Well, what else do you need? What you need is a ball. You don't need a ball at all. Stop that. Well, to play a game, surely you need a ball. Um, so let's put one of these balls in a chest, and then let's put five uh, identical chests that have bombs in them, so that when your character opens a chest, he's either going to get the ball or he's going to have explode. a explodey box. <laughs> Yes. So you've um, got that. Then you've got portal fun. Yeah, because, you know, how else is it to get around a, a dungeon than teleport? I mean, you either have to walk through the teeny tiny corridors full of people who want to smash your face in, yep. or you jump through the portal that could take you anywhere. Yes. And, um, I mean, going back, like, this is, this is what, 89 or something like that, Dungeon Ball came out. They, they, Jervis Johnson updated the rules for third ed but there were never any actual releases um so the portals 
a numbered one to six. And you jump on a portal and you roll a dice and that's which portal you go to. Totally random. Which is the best. Which is the best. And if you teleported onto the portal that you came from, jump on, that was it. You're out. I love the it. game. Yeah. And if you teleported onto a portal that somebody else is standing on, then they teleported onto another random one. Just and bounce and around. Bounce. Yes. Oh, look. It's, look. I never played and I always wanted to. Yeah. And it, this is pretty. This is it looks like seven player size, so it's it, yeah, it's the right size. It also looks like they're not necessarily sticking to because the teams in the box are mixed teams. The mixed they races. are mixed teams, and they they were in Dungeon Bowl as well. Um, they have, I think there's like eight wizard schools. This is basically college blood bowl. Yeah. And each of the wizard schools had different combinations of races that they could That's use. That's the best. So, the, so the teams in the box, Skaven and Dark Elves, and then, it, was it Dwarves, Ogres, and Snotlings? Yeah, something like oh. that. Yeah, so good. I'm, I'm, look, I really actually... Because I know you've got like the Old World Alliance and stuff in the current, mm. which is great, but I feel like having... Magic colleges gives you a theme to latch onto, yes. so it actually gives you a reason, not just uh, here's some shit we smashed together, um, which is kind of why I haven't dug into the alliance or the the mixed race teams too much. Um, whereas this, I feel like I can really get on board mm-hmm. and do something silly and and give them super themey type things. Pick a college, go silly, um, but just for next level craziness. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, where we said you can't take Blood Bowl too seriously in a regular game, this just steps that up. So many notches. Um, it's going to be stupid. First to score one touchdown wins. That's it's, all you need. Yeah. And, oh, my God. These games might go for a while. Yeah, they they will either be really quick or they will go for a while. And um, it was quite funny, actually, because there's a podcast called The Bonehead Podcast done by a couple of Brit guys who are just fucking knowledgeable and really entertaining about Blood Bowl. They are all the things that we are not. Exactly. If you want to know about Blood Bowl and you want to listen to people that know what they're talking about, go listen to them. Stop listening to this shit. Stop it. Um, But they released, a couple of days ago, they released their most recent episode, which was recorded a little while ago, before Warhammer Day. And so they they knew that some Blood Bowl announcement was happening and they're all, the three of them that were talking, they were like, you know, it'll probably be another team. It's probably too early for another book. I all, you know, pretty much all they were saying is it's another team. And and the guy who hosts it, he was like, you know, can you imagine if it was Dungeon Bowl? But, you know, we've been talking about that for years. It'll never happen. Never happen. What are you talking about? Um, About a week ago, so before this episode came out, there was a 13-minute reaction to Dungeon Ball done by the same guy. <laughs> it came out and he was just, oh my God, look at it, dude, blah, 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 blah. And then he did, the day after, I think it was, he did like a 30-minute history of Dungeon Ball, which was just fantastic. So him just losing it. his mind, which is kind of how we feel. Yes, I will say that if you want to understand the level of excitement or where this comes from and you just want to just get involved in the Blood Bowl kind of backstory and stuff, there is there was a series of books that they 
released forever ago. Yep. The original one, I think, was just called Blood Bowl. Yes, um, that it was. And then there was the, a couple of, you know, sequels. That's what they call the ones that they write <laughs> after the first one. Um, and one of those is Dungeon Bowl. There is, a, there is a Dungeon Bowl piece. I don't know whether it's a whole book, but mm-hmm. there is definitely a at least a Dungeon Bowl game. Is it a trilogy or a trilogy with an extra one? It's one of those two. Because um, there's I've a Lustria one. Downstairs. The, ugh, I haven't read them for years. They were they're actually amazing reads because they're the real good balance of immersive, fun, but not really hard work. Yep. Um, but there is definitely at least a Dungeon Bowl game in that. Um, uh, it's ringing bells now that you mention it. And it just, it, it, you're reading this book from the perspective of a character that is a player, in a, a human player, not even like one mm-hmm. of the fun ones, um, <laughs> in a dungeon. Like he's just been teleported in there. There's no way out. And there's full of the things that explode and portals that he doesn't know what will happen and all that. And, it's just, and another team trying to bash him up. And this is it. It's all that chat. It's, it's so much fun. And I am just really pumped for that level of crazy. Oh, God, yes. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I don't care what we've costs. Got, Let's be honest. We've got the corn team out on the weekend. I'm so glad I already had a corn team. I've already decided how I'm going to paint mine. I haven't even ordered them yet. <laughs> But I will pick them up and I will paint them. And God knows when I'll use them because I'm down for ogres next season. Yeah. Yeah, it won't but be next season. Um, I don't know. I've got a necro team I haven't used yet. I know, right? But equally, I did see how much our Blood Bowl chat got excited about corn. Mm-hmm. And I am wondering if we could convince a corn season, <laughs> a corn off. What about a corn day? Yeah. Where we just... Can we get pasties? Yes. Cornish ones? Corn dogs? Yes. Yes. This is this can only be... We can get popcorn. Cornflakes. And then we can just put on something to watch in the background. Maybe some corn hub. <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's a line and we jump over it here. Anyway. I wasn't talking about a subscribed version, like the free version. We watch the ads. It's okay. <laughs> friend of mine invited me to a porn party once and like he sent this email out like i'm totally getting off the hobby topic here but you depends what the hobby is really this email out and um this email came to my work address oh this is even better and yeah invited us all to this porn party and and we're all talking amongst ourselves going really how does this work and so we all rocked up for your usual drinks and, and, and chats and stuff. And there was like a computer in one room. There was a TV in another room. There was a projector in one room. And just various different... Flavors? Fl- flavors. There was midgets. There was, I think, it was someone in an octopus costume. I mean, there always is, really. And it was a very strange party. Memorable. Just, yeah, <laughs> the least amount of eye contact at a party ever. Pretty much. Yeah. We kind of sat and talked in, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Let's see out the front. All right. Anywho, uh, getting back to slightly on topic, I, that's it for Warhammer Day. There's nothing else important. No, it no. doesn't really matter. It, it but how quickly we segue from Dungeon Ball to Porn explains how excited we are about it. Yes. I hope that kind of gives you a... a Frame of reference. Again, new pants. Um, I did get a game of Blood Bowl in. 
So <gasps> I played off against Dylan's Blackhawks, which was Dylan's last game for the season. I've still got two to go. He's been so pumped this season. I know. Even I know, in I between games, he's just like, who's up, who's up for a friendly? Yep. Like, wait, there is no friendly here. <laughs> I think now that he's finished, he's trying to line up games with his Dark Elves to, yeah. before he uses some next season. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've got two more games to go, which is yourself and Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will get those in pretty soon. But uh, basic summary of the game, uh, the dice fucking hated everyone. <laughs> Like nothing happened. Yeah. Like it was just every and no re rolls. And I had like sixty five k for um, inducements. Yeah, which is not much for a halfling team. That is not enough. Uh, so I took a, one of those desperate measures things again, and it was. I can't even remember what it was. I, didn't, I don't think I used it. So that was money was well spent. Um, he kicked me in the first half. Uh, I couldn't really do much with the ball. He His turn six, he decides to blitz with his troll against my Treeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets both down result. He's happy with that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever, Treeman. 11 armor, 11 plus armor. That's pretty decent. Trolls at 10 plus. I'm not going to get through that. He does not get through my armor. I rolled an 11 to get through his armor. That, that gets through his armor. And then I roll an 11 for the injury. And you have Mighty Blow that you have not used. And I have Mighty Blow that I have not used. Dead troll on his own blitz. He regened. So... Uh-huh. You know, normal game of Blood Bowl, I'd still get the SP for that. I still get the credit. I think my halflings actually have the most kills of any team this season. What? Which is three. Anywho. There's not been enough murder, but I suppose there's less players on the pitch. So less players on the pitch, less turns. Yeah, there's less yeah. murder potential. Yep. Yeah. Uh, second half. Half season will change that. Oh, yes. Second half, I kicked to him. Um... He had two turns in a row where he hit one of my halflings with a black orc mm-hmm. and rolled double skulls. Two turns <laughs> in a row. So this is the the type of dice. Yeah, okay, that I see are, what's happened. Yeah. Um, I managed to chuck a... So his goblin was pretty much within scoring distance with the ball. He had two goblins around him. I... Chucked a halfling against both of those goblins. I blitzed with another halfling, dodging into the tackle zones. One dying. The, the goblin that had the ball. This is goblin with block. Uh, no, sorry, with dodge, right? So it's a one in six chance. Got him down. Ball goes flying over the edge. Crowd throws it back in towards my end zone, um, which I then managed to pick it up. And on my turn 11, I threw the halfling with the ball. He landed. I needed something like a four plus or something to land. And he landed. He'd moved that turn uh, to get close to the great treatment. So he was stuck uh, within scoring distance. And pretty much Dylan's only option was to blitz with a goblin to take down this so same thing I'd done to him yep, exactly. it'll be a one dice Just block uh, said goblin was standing next to a halfling dodged failed 
Dodged. Dodged with the re-roll. Failed. Fell over. Halfling trots in for the score. One nil to me. Oh, First win for the season. Shit. Um, Still. It oh. was like the only time the dice went right, they went right for me three times, which was the injury to the troll, yep. the thrown halfling, and the one dice spot blitz. And Damn. that was kind of three times more than they went right for Dylan. Yeah. I absolutely need to remember that I can throw snotlings as a defensive tactic. Mm-hmm. I it's forget something, that constantly. Yeah, yeah. Must happen. Um, but that's that was my Blood Bowl game. So, like I said, two games to go. So, we should hook up soon. And then, then we should play Blood Bowl. Um, likewise, I'm going to have to tie down Bradley at some point and then I will be ready to go for season two. Yeah. Uh, like I said to you earlier, I've spoken to Jack today and he is very keen and seems to be less busy so he will start getting right. his games this in. This my other game. The goal is to get this season done. Next week. I'd love to by the middle of December. That would be ideal. And then we can start talking. January uh, kickoff. January kickoff, which would be perfect. Yep. Anyway Let's make that happen Alright We've talked a lot About we, things that we did not plan to talk about <laughs> We have um, Speaking of Blood Bowl Is there anything else you want to mention? Anything pink? I mean I got pretty excited for Dungeon Bowl <laughs> <laughs> Not that pink uh, A certain person sitting across from me His painted pink competition entry Yes, I did one of those. I wasn't allowed to win Painted Pink. That was sad. No. But I love the fact that you called it Painted Pink in the entry to the Blood Bowl painting competition. Absolutely. <laughs> that, just, that just tickled my pink bits. Yeah, that was that was our fun little week. I literally, and it was glorious because, uh, again, it's been a couple of weeks mm. and work's been hell and all that kind of jazz. And I woke up to an email. Must have been Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um and just saying, you know, oh, FYI, congrats. Um, keep it under your hat, but also I need your mailing address and stuff. <laughs> um, and and permission to announce it and things. So that was, as I say, completely unexpected, um, but, but pretty cool. Fucking gold. And still on the base. I know, right. Came with. <laughs> I took a photo. I cropped it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and look, realistically, I was thinking about it. Like the base, you didn't do anything. Added nothing. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a giant scenic thing. So I don't think I, I really broke the spirit of the mm-hmm. rules. Um, and then I just cropped it really close. Yep. This is the joy of online competitions, guys. You you only have to paint one half of the model. <laughs> you did paint all of them. I did paint all of the model. And you painted it well, and it looked so good and pink. It was very pink. I didn't know how that was going to go down. Um, but it turns out that the guys from Bonehead and mm-hmm. a few of those uh, were on the judging panel. So I'll be curious Ooh. to see if there's any episodes that, that talk about. Uh, look, honestly, and I've said this to a couple of people, I feel like I chose categories well because some of those other categories had some incredible... I mean, the one I had had some pretty amazing stuff in it. No, I, you know, I was surprised that I managed to take it out. Um, but yeah, when you started looking through some of the others, oh my God. Oh yes. Some so, of those, so pretty, so pretty. I'm kind of glad I didn't enter it all. Anywho, 
Should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's do some stuff and then... Come back and talk about other stuff. Yes, that's what we do here. I remember now. Music. back it worked again are you sure no but let's hope <laughs> lights are flashing hope is computers on sound seems to be coming out of the speakers yeah okay cool uh you are listening to our second episode of thoughtless crisis gaming yes where we talk about marvel crisis last episode we talked about how we think the game plays. Sort of ish. Whether yeah. that's correct or not, that's sort of the question. But Close enough. Nobody's told us otherwise, so yay. I think we got it all right. Or we only have people listening that know the same amount or less. Or we don't have anyone listening. I mean, my statement covered that, but it sounded better. <laughs> Anywho, so... We have played some games uh, in the last couple of months. We had, first off, we we were joined by Jared for an intro game for him. This was our second game, I believe, for you. Something like that, yeah. Uh, His first game, we played a three-player game. Well, there was three of us there, and we went, "Mm, what's the easiest way to do this? Ah, screw it. Let's just throw models on the table and... Smash each other Pretty much, pretty much. We ignored some rules, so we had no cards, we had no affiliation rules, and we didn't have... Did we have crisis cards? I don't think we did. No. No, I think we... No, we did. No, we did. We did. We We definitely did, but we only used one of the objectives. That's right, yep. Um, So we used one of the objectives, we just decided that we could deploy in a corner each, and that made sense. Yep. Um... And, yeah, so no affiliations, no tactics cards, no anything fancy. It was just a case of, all right, let's run through the base mechanics of the game. Mm-hmm. How do things work? How do models interact? How do the, just the card abilities work? That kind of jazz. Um, I think a good indication of the game itself is the fact that during turn two, Jared just said, right, I'm hooked. I mean... <laughs> It's a fun game. It is. And it's because, as I said, we killed some of the kind of uh, extra depth. We dumbed it down. Dumbed it down to our level. Which is good for me, to be fair. Because we, like, I don't know about you, but I was kind of relearning as I went along. Going, yeah, yeah, I remember how this worked. Um, So, but just having it a, a, a case where you can go, this is the core mechanic. And in a turn, somebody goes, right, I get this game. I know how mm-hmm. it works. Yep. I can I can kind of run with it. Um, and then you just add 
the next layer of, of depth into it. And that is another layer, but I don't think it's an excessively, like, it's not like, oh, okay, now you understand how to roll dice here, have, you know, a thousand other things yes. that you need to think about. I think, I think it's manageable. Um, and I like that. Yes. It seemed like the, the more we've played, the, the more things we've added on. And I don't think it's made it any more difficult or anything. It's just extra steps to think about. Um, but this three-player game with one crisis, you're quite right, because I was trying to remember how we scored, because we definitely scored. Yeah. Uh, it, it ended up exactly how you expect it to end up, which was just an all-in brawl. Absolutely, which I actually think, as an aside, Crisis Protocol would work very well as... Mm-hmm. Multiplayer, single model each, all in brawl, respawns, yep. all, all that jazz. I feel mm. like... Marvel Enforcer. Yeah. Definitely something to think about. Would not be hard. Um, so, anywho, moving right along, it absolutely just ended up as a, a, a three-way shit show. All in brawl, just... Stuff getting thrown at everybody. Yeah, Magneto. I took Magneto. Who did I have? Magneto, Toad, Sabretooth. Was that it? What's that? 12 points. Ghost Rider. No. Ghost Rider. Quite right. Ghost Rider did his thing driving around, being all ghosty and riding. Um, but Magneto, I just used him to throw stuff. Absolutely. And it was like, I think we'd said... Maybe we said it last episode. Yeah, we did. Just we didn't throw anything in, in the first, first game. game. We just we ignored that part of it, and I embraced it with Magneto. And I was throwing things. And I've got a couple of highlights for me for the game. Um, the probably the biggest highlight was the fact that you know while I was throwing these metal things that Magneto makes every turn, and I was throwing go throw a car or something at somebody, and I through the tiny little trash can that comes with the game at the back of Widow's head and hit and did a damage. And that was just a highlight. <laughs> just this a, tiny just a little, little bin. She has, she has a bruise. <laughs> she turned around and got hit by a Dude. fly in the back of the head. Um, it was gold. Other thing I was quite proud of, actually, was uh, everything seemed to happen in the middle Sabretooth got sort of conned into that for a bit. Uh, Magneto was throwing things. Ghost Rider was riding things. Um, but Toad was off on his own, mm-hmm. sort of in a corner, and started getting attacked by Hawkeye. Yes. And Toad turned around and just wiped the floor with Hawkeye. Was Absolutely. Just, just I didn't think it should him. happen. <laughs> licked him to death. Um, so that was another highlight for me. Yeah, and... If I remember rightly, the way this kind of played out is you had a corner sort of diagonally opposite me, mm-hmm. which means Jared and I ran at each other. Mm-hmm. Sabretooth kind of joined in, but Magneto just stood a little bit about half up the board and just hurled shit at everybody. He... Magneto's not the fastest mover, which I, I've heard is an issue with him. Um, and he hurled stuff 
and I think in return he was getting pushed back and yeah. made, made Which, it slower in for him. hindsight, didn't actually, like, probably helped his cause because he didn't really want to get up in our faces because yeah, he could throw not. shit a long way. <laughs> um, and then you had Ghost Rider kind of just doing laps. He did he zoomed. He did such zooming. Um, so the way this played out for me is I had, it was She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, Okoye, Black Widow from memory. So Black Widow went off on her own and grabbed uh, an objective or tried to very early and then got ghost ridden. <laughs> written by I the think, ghost. That's I think, a, I think that I've is. seen that movie. Yeah. Um, it was a parody. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, you basically just want to watch it for the, the terracotta spinning wheel thingy. Um, then, so that happened. I had to, you know, effectively... She-Hulk ran into the middle of everything. Which I think is what She-Hulk is supposed to do. I feel like that's her jam, right? It's where she really shines. So it was her, and she had Thor, and she had Iron Man, and she had Captain America, all kind of having a crack, and she was having a crack back. Um, You know, we were trying to punch Iron Man off a building at one point. Mm -hmm. It was all this kind of fun. It was, it's it's where we also started playing with uh, throwing characters into other characters, which... I, I very much appreciated, um, but it's it's where I also started to learn that those kind of little two and three threat characters have real utility, but also die really, really easily when you yep. throw them into the middle of everything. And like Okoye is, is, is one I keep chucking in because I feel like there's, there's utility there. Like she's got a lot of stuff on her car that seems really, really good. But if someone just concentrates on her a little bit, they don't actually have to roll dice. They have to actually concentrate. Um, Stare at her yeah, intensely. She, she goes down real quick. To, you know, anything that's mildly heavy hitting. She's a bodyguard type character yeah. too, isn't she? So, so she's got the martial artist. She's got bodyguard. But she's got a really good mix of short and long range. Um, but it's kind of, yeah. There, there seems to be a few characters in the affiliation that would go really well, but have a level of fragility around them. Mm. Um, and I feel like having a, another bodyguard option apart from She-Hulk, because I don't want to take all the wounds on her, um, is useful. But I need to work out how to keep her alive a little bit longer. Because yeah. Yeah, using a bodyguard on Akaya means that she's taking damage from attacks, which are not necessarily targeting her, which means she goes down quicker. Yeah. Especially so. once people start targeting her. Yes. So you, you you know, once you've taken that one or two by, you know, just bodyguard and then she's only got a couple left, someone looks, oh, is that Target. There's, there's an opportunity. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just working out when and how to use that. Um, that being said, just being able to redirect attacks and I think especially attacks that do other stuff apart from damage. Mm-hmm. When you need to do something with a character and you need all of their actions and you need all of their, you know, power and all that kind of stuff. Um, being able to take on those effects, I think, on a Koye rather than the damage is probably where she really shines, but I'm still still nutting it out. Yeah. I don't know what attacks do what things. Like we'll get there. We'll get there. Practice makes perfect. Um, so yeah, three, three players ends up in a bit of a brawl in the middle, um, and effectively you guys kind of wiped each other out. Yeah. And then you got lots of points. Yeah. Like Sabretooth got knocked out in the end 
Well, he was I the th- one that came near the middle. He was the one that came near the middle. I think he got pushed near the middle at some point. Um, and then I'm like, well, he's here. He hits people. Let's hit people with him. Uh, and then, so, yeah, by the end of the game, I think, was it like Widow and maybe one other? There were like two characters left, which I just mopped up with my guys who really, like, Ghost Rider and, and Magneto hadn't taken much yeah, damage at all, I, if I, anything. I I'd knocked out, I think I'd knocked out Iron Man um, and Thor, mm-hmm. which means it was Captain America and then you'd already killed Hawkeye. And yep. so Widow was the other one. I licked him. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I killed Thor by throwing Iron Man at him, which is the important thing. <laughs> is it as important as hitting somebody in the back of the head with a little trash can? Will we ever top that moment? I feel like <laughs> I maybe not. our Marvel Crisis Protocol like career has peaked. Moving on, what game shall we go for next? <laughs> Are there any other games we can throw trash cans? That's the yeah. moral of the story. Yes, and, and you know, last episode when we were talking about you know how hard it is to wipe out teams, and you you're not focusing on the crisis if you're doing that, and three player that doesn't seem to make a difference. Well, I mean, uh, we'd already done this game by the time we were talking last time, so I know, right? <laughs> um, it would be interesting if we did this again, and there was actually a, a second crisis and all the mm. other jazz. That I think that'd be an interesting piece to see how it changed. Um, especially if they were both crises that involve spreading out a bit more. Yep. Yep. I think that's probably a good idea. Game Deuce. Game Deuce. Number two. Who does number two work for? Uh, We, again, met up, all three of us. And this time we kind of planned it. Absolutely. We organized in advance. We were like a well-oiled machine. (laughs) We looked up. There are some multiplayer options for crisis and most of them in revolve around a bigger threat yeah and one that we found and i knew of before i went house in the, the core box was uh ultron everyone on ultron so that's why i made sure i got the ultron model um and painted him up for this game so we had you with your a-force we had Jared with his Avengers against you two against me playing the solitary Ultron. And it's not regular Ultron, let's be really clear. No, it's, it's Ultimate super, Ultron. It, it, it's, you know, it's Roid Rage Ultron. Yes. Um, so we set up, we had the scenario already. I mean, you can play this scenario two players on the AI and there's a little like flowchart, which Ultron follows. Um, And we mentioned this last episode, but we definitely made a mistake in the fact that we did not have enough scenery, I don't think. Nowhere near. Um, And that was just a logistical mm. thing more than anything. Um, That would be, yeah, that game again would be interesting with, and we'll talk through what happened, but I feel like more scenery and a little bit more cooperation, and it would have been a very interesting game. Yeah. Um, it was a very interesting game. It was good fun, and it was mm. just there was some silly shit that happened. But hindsight, these 2020. Yes. There were, yeah, uh, there were a couple of things which we all probably could or should have done better. Um, we did incorporate cards and affiliations. Mm-hmm. Me playing as Ultron, that made no effect on me how did you find that like was it 
Did it come into play much in this case? It came into play, so the affiliation bonus for A-Force, which is really super useful, is when once a turn, when one of your um, team take damage, well, it's, yes, another someone else gets power. So, Mm -hmm. they take damage and they get a power because that's Mm -hmm. just how the game works and then someone else gets an additional power. Okay. Um, So, they can all get an extra power once a turn from that bonus. So, it just means that those kind of, you know, four and five power abilities, you kind Mm -hmm. of rack up a little bit quicker. Yep. So, that was kind of step one. Um, And it meant that things like um, Captain Marvel could go binary a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. Those kind of little things, which was super useful. Um, Then we kick into the cards and I'm trying to remember what I took. So, one of them, they were the A4-specific ones, but one of them gave me the drop-off ability. So, I Mm -hmm. I could pick up um, She-Hulk and move her with somebody. So, that turned out to be super useful for the turn it was there um, because really quickly we found out how mobile Ultimate Ultron is. And that was the surprise. Very much so, yep. I think that was definitely the surprise of the game. Um, So, just being able to... She-Hulk is is an absolute beast. However, you need to get her where she needs to go. Um, And that was really challenging. So... And I think I spent a good half of the game running away from She-Hulk. Absolutely. And doing a very good job of that. Um, and the problem is, is once I'd burned that card, I no longer had it. So, I then had to walk. Um, Walking sucks. Oh, my. It's the worst. And then the other one stopped all of my... Once, so, again, it's a, in the power phase. Each of my um, models can pay one power to not be able to be pushed for the that turn, mm-hmm. um, and which also turned out to be rather useful given the way Ultron was pushing us into things. Ultron did a lot of pushing. A lot of his ultimate attacks had some degree of push. Oh, I think there was, uh, I think there was a reactive push as well. Yep. So when, and I don't think there were pushes. I should have looked at the card before we started talking, but I think there were throws. Look, it might have been that, but I'm which, relatively sure whatever you were doing. Mm. The card let me stop you doing the thing, and that was good. Um, interestingly, like I, I was trying to work out, it was super useful in this game because of Ultron and his abilities. Um, without knowing what models you're playing against and all that kind of stuff, like I started having the question around: Would you throw this in a regular game? Mm-hmm. But when half your objectives are about standing somewhere. I feel like maybe it has some utility. Yeah, no, definitely. And given, like, it starts to put together how the crew works, I think, in that She-Hulk stands somewhere, takes a lot of damage, does a lot of things, and then you, you know, add a can't be pushed to this. Um, you can start to see how it's a, a pretty good kind of um, static mm-hmm. uh, control crew. And then it's, okay, what do I need to throw in to, to do the run-around type objectives? So, you guys had two cards each to sort of keep Ultron to a, a less difficult type level. I think that was a normal level or something yes. that they called it. Uh, normal game is five cards. Mm-hmm. So, 
gives you a bit more of an option, I suppose. Um, I have not played a normal game yet, mm -hmm. but I do have one lined up for tomorrow night. So uh, I am eager to see how the cards and the affiliation thing works yes. for me. But um, you definitely, yeah, you used yours, whether Jared used, I think he used at least one of his two cards. Yeah, I think he's used one at least, but I can't. Honestly, can't remember. It feels mm. like forever ago, to be honest. It was a while ago, definitely. Uh, other issue that we found with Ultron throwing people around a lot. Um, one issue, one mistake that we made. Yes. Because we make mistakes. That's the whole point of this podcast. Uh, is we were just, I was throwing him in, people into terrain and we were removing the said terrain. Yes. Uh, Reading through the rules, as I did before the last podcast, uh, probably should have been something we did before yeah, playing overrated. the game, but um, you only remove the terrain if it's the... smaller than the... Yes, if it's smaller model. than the, the model itself. So, and that's where we got... And this is where the mistake comes, because if you throw the terrain, you remove the terrain yes. in every instance, but when you throw someone into terrain, you only remove the terrain when it's smaller than the model being thrown. Yep. Um, that was the little you know, second sentence that we didn't read. Hmm. Which would have had an effect, especially the fact that we had nothing over a three. Oh, yeah, there was we had, um, and you guys, part of the idea of this was for you guys to be rescuing people that are being terrorised by Ultimate Ultron. In the terrain. In and the we kept terrain. removing all the terrain, which yep. made it very hard to go and search for people. Mm -hmm. Although little Timmy wasn't a trash can, which was realistically the highlight of the game again. The trash can. The little tiny trash can that, that ended up in the back of Widow's head um, had a person in it. Ironically enough, not a person that you found searching through that trash can. No, you threw the trash can or I something. I destroyed the trash can and, and little Timmy popped somebody out. popped out. <laughs> um, the other, I mean, again, hindsight, but... Um, the the game did turn into quite a bit of bashing Ultron. Absolutely. And trying to bash Ultron and not necessarily focusing on citizens and rescuing them and getting victory Correct. points that way. So, and with his mobility, I was able to run away, but I was still getting points from controlling, you know, terminals and, yep. and things like that, which... In hindsight, probably you know, a little more focus on the citizens yep. might so have the helped. Way, honestly, the way we should have played this, and this is just me theory crafting, mm -hmm. um, with two crews, effectively, one could do objectives, mm -hmm. one could bash Ultron yep. no, that seems as fair. an option, um, and then effectively just for ease of who's gone and what's going on in every instance and this isn't a rule at all but we just went Jared activates somebody I activate somebody Jared yeah. activates somebody and then Ultron does his thing um, but what happened in that is there were times where I would activate someone do some damage to Ultron then Ultron would get a chance to activate and fuck off out of dodge yeah. um, whereas if we had been a little bit more strategic around which models activate in which order, I feel like we could have actually done some Correct. significant damage to him. And it, it wouldn't have just been sort of nickel and diming him and not 
having an effect on the game as much. Mm-hmm. So we take him down to a point where he wasn't being as effective, and then you've got another four or five models running around fighting the objective fight. Yep. Because Ultron, the way that Ultron worked is he could basically, he had a bit more health than normal Ultron does. He had a lot more abilities than normal Ultron does. And he could technically, well, the equivalent of KO five times before he was out. Yes. And the weaker, the the more times you got him, got that health down, the more he changed so a lot yes. of things became weaker for him the more times he had taken that damage and there were a couple of times where he had eight health i think it was and you got him you had seven health on him yeah. seven hits on him and i was just able to get away and do a bit more uh so yeah definitely and I think I, I even think I thought about this at the time, but the, the alternating act, activations wasn't something you guys needed to do. No, I, I do think about it at the time, but couldn't be bothered having the conversation <laughs> and going, "Hey, can I take your turn?" Because it was just like, just play the game, yeah, play it out. It's fine. Um, but yeah, in hindsight, that was probably a relatively big. Because I mean, there was a piece there where I'm pretty sure I had. She-Hulk and Captain Marvel chasing him. Hmm. She-Hulk went in and did a stupid amount of... Like, she one-shotted him at one shot, I'm pretty sure. Um, And then I had Captain Marvel ready with the power to go binary and silly. Mm -hmm. But in between then, you had a chance to get out. And then I couldn't catch him. Um, So, it was a little bit of that. And then there was a little bit of just... uh, I remember... You know, because Jared was playing with Ant-Man and, and trying to push him around and move him around as much as we can. But there was some reactive pushes from Ultron mm-hmm. that I wasn't, yep. that came out. So, I got the first attack off and then you kind of pushed out a dodge for the second attack. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, now I'll just, I guess I walk over to him. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, I think some, some more strategic planning on our behalf mm-hmm. um, and some more terrain. And it would be fun. Yeah, no, I'd be keen to do that again. Or try one of the other ones because there's what a Hulk one. There is a Hulk one. There's a Thanos one. There is a Thanos one, which I don't think any of us own Thanos yet. Doesn't matter. Yet I've I got a Hulk. A, so. I have a chibi Thanos. No, that's true. That's true. Plus, you're not using the card that comes with him. You're using a different card. Exactly. Printed off card off the web. Any cards in the app anyway. Um, and then there's a Dormammu. Ah, yes. Which I also have a chibi version of. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, we can do all the... <laughs> uh, now I've just got this... multiverse kind of feel to it. I've just got this image of like this ultimate threat just harassing the city and, you know, the Avengers and... You leave the Powerpuff Girls out of this. They all go out to defeat it and there's this tiny chibi version. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> glorious. I'm so on board with this. Um, it might give me an excuse to... to Forced me to paint one too. There we go. Uh, anyway, Ultron ended up pretty much. It was his turn. He was on like nineteen. He needed like twenty victory points or yeah, something was, like that. He needed one more victory yeah. point. Rolled the dice as I do at the start of the turn for him. Got a result where I destroy a piece of terrain that has already been searched, mm-hmm. and there just happened to be a car next to Ant-Man who was right next to me yeah. that had been searched so the car got destroyed person popped out 
as are the rules, little citizen popped out. Yeah. Ultron wanders over, smashes him in the head. Smacks him one. Um, and gains the last victory he point. He had a family. Um, Ultron cares not for your family. One zero 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 one zero zero one. There's our song. The humans right. are dead. Um, um, and that was that game. Yeah. So, again, super fun. A good excuse to play three players. Just a little bit different. Um, I kind of, yeah, I kind of want to do chibi versions. <laughs> Anywho, um, I snuck in a third game. So, Jared and I, there was one of those nights that you couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Jared and I lined up and actually played. Just a full, standard, everyday, boring, yep, two-player. I think this, uh, Jared and I had a game lined up, and then last-minute life. life shit. And I'm like, "Jeez, do you want to take the yeah, spot?" Yeah, so I managed to to dive in, um, and look, we we rolled it up. We had, look, to be perfectly honest, we set up the game up in advance, so we knew what the objectives mm-hmm. and everything were. We knew what the threat level was, so we just built it, showed up with the right level crews and all that jazz. And we're still being a little bit nice about it because still collecting, still painting, mm-hmm. still doing all that stuff. So we, we haven't busted it. Like, I'm like, let's play like a 20 or something threat. Jared's like, can we, can we play the 17? I've got 17. <laughs> we can play the 17. Um, so that was fine. Um, but this meant that it was the the five cards um, the you know, and all that jazz. So... The two, and this is where it got interesting. So, the two objectives that we had um, had the same setup. Mm-hmm. So, they basically meant that there were three objectives in exactly the same spot right along the center line, um, which turned the game into a little bit of a clusterfuck in the center again. Um, you know, where the whole concept is, you know, there's no one extraction and one other crisis. So you kind of stand in one place and you grab something and run. Um, then the two, so it was the scroll agents and something about a gamma bomb mm-hmm. um, that we had, but to take control of either one of those objectives, you needed to roll dice and get a result. So there was a whole lot of models standing around these three objectives, rolling dice, not getting a result and punching each other so they could get to the next turn to do it. So it did end up in three little clusters of mm-hmm. stuff happening because one of them was a scroll agent that you needed to extract, but they didn't show up till like turn four, turn okay. five. Like it was pretty late in the game um, in the center one. And after I'd been rolling dice on that bastard thing for the first four turns, Iron Man just goes, oh, there he is. <laughs> Fucks off out of dodge. <laughs> Um, Sounds like an Iron Man thing. Yeah. So, I, again, running A-Force, um, but it gave me a chance to bust out Wasp, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I ran and I used, so it was She-Hulk, Wasp, Storm, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had Valkyrie and Okoye. Um, working on the principle that Valkyrie is really punchy, but doesn't live very good. So, if I paired her with Okoye, who yep. could help her live a little bit longer, that was kind of the tag team over there. Um, Storm had plenty of maneuverability and could kind of just do our own thing, was the dream. And then Wasp could do the drop-off mm-hmm. She-Hulk. So, they basically took the center. Yep. I had Valkyrie and Okoye, who both have pretty reasonable mu- movement as well. Um, 
on one side and Storm um, sort of hide off Black Widow on the opposite. Mm-hmm. Storm and Black Widow just stared at each other a whole bunch, to be honest, um, and tried to get objectives. There was a whole lot of that. Yeah, it was just it was just sexy eyes at each other, really. Um, on the far side, it were Valkyrie and Akoye and Hawkeye, mm-hmm. um, which didn't end up real well for Hawkeye, but he managed to get out of Dodge pretty quickly when he realized that was going pear-shaped. Yep. Um, and then I had She-Hulk and Wasp in the center with Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, and Airman. What could go wrong? Um, yep. Look, to be fair, I blame a lot of this on dice in that. So, the interesting piece with this, because we had three objectives on, on the center line, basically one on top of the, each other... You had to kind of pick which one you wanted to interact with. Mm -hmm. So, one of them, there is no adverse effects, but it's harder. The dice roll was harder. Can't remember what it was. Doesn't matter. And then in the other one, the dice roll was easier, but if it goes bad, you take damage. Mm -hmm. The bomb explodes. Um, The other one was the scroll agent was also worth more. So, when Jared got up relatively early and grabbed a few of the little objectives, I'm like, right, well, I'll just get the scroll agent and that's how I'll get it. And then spent way too many turns and way too much power rolling dice and not finding a scroll agent. So I had to sort of abandon ship at some point in there. Um, This game got really fun where we started actually hitting when's a good time to play a tactic card, Mm -hmm. what's going on here. So I had She-Hulk literally in the middle you know, just copying it from all sides. Um, but is it patch up, med kit, one of those? Yep. Um, you basically, a, a model spends up to five power and you remove that many wounds. Okay. So She-Hulk's got what, 20 wounds or something? Something stupid, 20 yep. something wounds. Yeah. So you let her take a bunch of damage. Jared thinks he's getting ahead and then you patch her up. Yep. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I've just, oh, damn it. Um <laughs> So that was glorious. There was that moment, um, the the drop off. So basically, you pick her up and you you drop her, and there was a stage there where Wasp turned tiny. Then she mm-hmm. gets a long movement. Mm-hmm. So then we drop off yep. a long way, and she gets to attack at the end of it. Wasp can't hold objectives when she's tiny. I couldn't find anything that says <laughs> she can't drop off. Can't hold objectives, but can carry shield. Yeah, I, I may need to check sense. that. But yeah. anyway. It's a comic. Um, I liked it. <laughs> Itty bitty tiny wasp. Um, so that was fun. Um, and there was a whole lot of... Once Iron Man got the Skrull agent, it was how do I get to here? And there's a whole lot of that kind of problem-solving-y stuff where mm-hmm. you're like, all right, what are the abilities have I got? What are the cards have I got? Who's activated? How can I do? And I really enjoy getting myself into a situation where I have to do some serious thinking about how to solve the problem. I almost play games like hoping that I'm going to do enough stupid shit to get myself in a problem (laughs) that I need to work out how to get out. And it's going to be an epic. And this is why Blood Bowl works really well too. Because you do stuff and then you're like, all right, how can I do this? Um, that's where the fun starts. So this game had a bunch of that. So, um, as I said, between a few different cards, um, with the, the med kit, 
um, with drop off again, which I think is just a staple. I just need someone with flight in that. Um, it definitely seems to be one that you might take quite a bit. And look, it, it's one of those I, I used it probably too early in this game, and I just dumped She Hulk in the center like as soon as there was somebody there to yep. punch. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for things like you're on one objective and I need to get it to another one fast mm-hmm. halfway through the game. Yep. Save it for that kind of stuff as well. Um, you know, the the combo of Aquaire and Valkyrie, Valkyrie worked really well. Um, and then Valkyrie having a charge ability as well so she can move and attack in, in one action. Mm-hmm. Um Super cool, especially if you and I fail to get off the flurry trigger, which is the piece I think I needed to kill Hawkeye, which let him get out of dodge. Okay. Um, so you can start to see how abilities start to stack in combo and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then on the flip side, Jared started all of the Captain America um, team up abilities. Mm-hmm. So he had the Thor one where he does the lightning on the shield. Okay. He had the yep. Iron Man one where he does the it's like, yep. so everything on the shield. Captain Captain America just stood there and was basically a mirror <laughs> for the rest of the team. Um <laughs> Yeah. It, so lots of fun there and lots of fun with both Ant Man and Wasp on both sides going, all right, when is it right to be which size and mm-hmm. when do I when do I go small or when do I go big and Did Ant Man attack Wasp or vice versa at any Yes, point. they did. Oh, definitely. Good. At one side, they had a little <laughs> tiny punch on. Um, in tiny size? Yeah. yeah well, when, when Ant-Man uses... He, when he's in tiny size and he punches, he automatically goes big. So, it's, like it's a, size uppercut. Like it's a, an included embiggens. Yeah. yeah. So, he he includingly embiggened himself while punching Wasp in the face. Um <laughs> So they had a, a fun little brawl right in the middle where you had She-Hulk and the rest of them and those two just turning big and little and punching each other, um, <laughs> which was glorious. So, yeah, no, super, it's super fun. Um, and just you know, even, even with those two, it was stuff like when you turn tiny or you turn, you, you turn big, you place them within like range one of each other. Mm-hmm. So you actually get little tiny range boosts okay, and stuff. Yeah. So you can so start you can... to position them to do yep. other stuff. Um, so both of us playing with a little bit of that too. Um, and it was that kind of thing where you're like, there was any number of moments where Jared was like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. And oh, no, wait, that costs power. Mm. I'm just going to go backwards. <laughs> so we did. the game went for much longer than it should have because there was a whole lot of, oh, no, you can't do that. That's against the rules. Okay, back we go. We'll yep. try something different. Um, but it's also good being able to play just in that kind of environment. Um, yeah. So, we're, we're both kind of nutting it out. And eventually, we'll get to a stage where you don't have to go backwards so many times. But having the reverse button is super handy. Um, in the end, Jared picked up the... I think we gave up at turn five because we had gone back a few times and Rich wanted to close. Yep. Um, but Jared was very much ahead um, on, on both the crises because I'd been trying to find a scroll agent that wouldn't show up for most of the game where Jared played the the other objective and, and had more gamma bombs. So, yeah, that was my third uh, full yes. game. Not stupid. I think, you know, I'm super pumped to get into the... Where I don't understand necessarily is when do I want to... Yeah, what, what crises do I want to add in? Yeah. 
why would I choose them? What is, you know, if I have priority and I'm choosing the game size, when do I want to choose a bigger game versus a smaller game, depending on my opponent? Like it's, it's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what does my, my sort of roster really excel at? Um, and how do I manage the, the other bits? So starting to actually get into the tactics of that thing, because at the moment I'm just picking ones that sound cool. Yeah, because that's exactly what I did. Because we, like Jared and I, set up for our game that didn't happen. So we chose that I had cards he didn't at that point. So I chose three ones. He chose a random number one to three, and I flipped that card over, and that was done. Yeah. And but I literally chose ones which sounded cool. Yeah. And I don't know whether they work with my team or not I yep. don't know like I'll, I'll find out tomorrow when we eventually play that game that we organised a couple of weeks ago but um, yeah I, I feel the same and there's the whole what does my roster need like do I need to take like a long mover in this game do yep. I need this or that uh, so and this this will be my literally my first game playing with the cards because yeah Ultron didn't play with them and I haven't used them in the other two games. So. Yeah. And I found with with the cards, there was probably sort of three that I went, yes, this is a great thing. And there are a couple I'm like, I might as well play this. Because mm-hmm. um, so they don't take an activation, do they? Generally. No. Yeah. Um, and depending on the card, I mean, they play at different times and yep. things like that. But unless it says it's an action, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more just, does the game suit... The, or does the situation need it? And I suppose... And that will depend on the crisis as yeah. well too. So, so it's, it's working out which of those kind of cards have the most utility in the most games mm-hmm. and all that all that jazz. Um, so there's yeah. a really good Magneto card, which gives him like this awesome ability, but you need to be playing with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver at the same time. And Quicksilver needs to do this, and then Scarlet Witch needs to do that. Yeah. And if that has happened, then Magneto can do this. And I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. You spend half your game trying to set that up. Yes, I'm not. Yeah, I, I worry about the whole setup yeah. aspect of it. So anyway, we'll no, we'll find out some of those cards tomorrow. Yeah, and as I said, I think the game plays the same. Yep. As as we've always played, but it's just that next level of tactics of all right. What do I want to take? Why do I want to take it? What is my opponent playing? What am I playing? How does that change my choices? Who has priority? Mm-hmm. Um, so all that kind of stuff, which I think is changing in the next, or they're doing a bit of a rules update, yep. clean up okay. with the new cards. Mm-hmm. So the person who doesn't have priority chooses the game size and stuff like that in, in some of the newer. Okay. They've switched that. Switched it around because so, it was the priority person yeah. that did. So it was Which trying to kind of make sense if you're going balanced. first and choosing mm-hmm. what game you're playing. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, you get all the advantages based on a very mm-hmm. random dice roll. No, that's true. So I think it's just a, a smoothing out process, which I kind of like. Um, and is, is it like, I don't know, don't expect you to know this, but like, could you roll the dice and then win the dice and go, well, I want priority or I want to go first. That would be an idea. I'm relatively sure you get priority by winning the dice roll. Okay. um, And then you get everything that comes with it and Mm -hmm. you don't get everything that doesn't come with it. Gotcha. Um, I could be very wrong, but I think that, I don't think it's a choice situation. I'm not too sure when they're updating, but uh, it shouldn't be too long. No. 
They've released that many sort of card previews mm. that can't be too far off. Super pumped. As I said, it's just kind of that that real the flavor, the right level of complexity for my brain mm-hmm. with the ability to go as deep as you want. Yep. Um, yes. Just need more scenery. I'm going to try and steal some of Rich's tomorrow, depending yep. on what is not being used by the Infinity guys. Yeah, and they're pretty full tomorrow. Pretty full. That's I, right. th- I think Jared and I are the only people not playing Infinity Correct. tomorrow. So. Yeah. Um, but I know, as I said, Jared's had the printer going. Um, see what he so comes up see with. What he, see what he shows up with. Mm. Um, cool. That Anything is, else? That is Marvel Crisis Protocol to date. Excellent. Well, we will have more. I believe we'll do one or two more episodes. Yeah, Whether when the next episode is, is Marvel-focused or not, will depends on how many games we play in the meantime. Yep. Um, I'd like to record... Yes. Not three weeks from no, now. No, definitely needs to be not three weeks. Um, and I feel like you need to play Jared and then probably we need to line up at some stage and, yep. and do that as well. So we've got a couple of games to talk about next time and then we'll see where we go to from there. That's right. I have ideas for another episode too. So maybe we can get... Oh, if I say it on, on mic, it won't happen. But No. Keep it secret. Keep it uh, safe. Surprise episode. Maybe we can do another episode next week. I have no idea what's happening what next week. Like my, my, yeah, no, I've, got I've just been trying to get through the last week and a half. Anyway, uh, want to talk quickly to about competitions, giveaways. Turns out there was this blood bowl painting competition. No. Um, <laughs> speaking of competitions. Blood bowl painting. Uh, we have a giveaway. We have our first giveaways. Many, 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 many thanks to our Patreons. Uh, if you want to jump on and help support us, help us do more of these giveaways, please uh, check out the Patreon link. You know, if you just want to sling a couple of dollars a month at us, that every bit helps yeah. and will go into these giveaways. If you'd rather stuff. not go through the Patreon platform so you can physically throw dollars at us, I'm okay with that too. It's not too hard. Don't hurt me. We'll have to negotiate different, like yeah. distance. And I feel like that's <laughs> that depends on the amount being thrown. The more you throw, the closer I will stand. <laughs> Anywho, getting back. Um, so we have our very first giveaway. We announced it on Facebook, and I believe you put the link up on Insta Did. as well. We have a set of washes. Yes. Yeah. So the Army Painter wash set, mm-hmm. which ties in very nicely with if you've ever used, they they did a like a, they called them dips. Do not dip. There's a whole story about why you shouldn't do this. I <laughs> I've don't know used a dip. Yeah, I don't like dip. I like I like the effect as long as you don't follow the very loose guideline of actually dipping models. That's a bad idea. Um, I'll explain why in another episode, <laughs> but. They match the colours is the moral of the story. Mm. Plus, they have the whole sort of blues and reds and greens and stuff. Washes, inks, shades, whatever they're called, depending on whichever brand you're looking at, they are my absolute favourite. And this is how I thought I was a better painter than I am right from the get-go, is just washes and inks. And and they just... Something about it, Just you paint something, it looks okay you throw a wash on it it looks done yeah 
Um, it's my favorite thing in the world. All you need to do, like the post, share the post, comment on the post with somebody that needs a wash. And we will run this all through November. We will draw at the end of November. If you are a Patreon, you will get two entries automatically. And I believe, I'm pretty sure I can set up on Twitch like a spinning wheel Ooh. with names and stuff. Live, so I, I could do the live stream. Uh, Let's do that winner. to see how badly it goes. Oh, okay. I'm we'll do it going. first off. And then, then if it works, we'll keep doing it. And if it doesn't work, then we will never mention it again. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up with other ways to randomize. Like wacky games. Like, yeah. I mean, we're there's a bit of a balcony here. We could just... Put all the names in a hat, throw them off the balcony, and, and see yeah. <laughs> see which one lands closest to the hole and whatever. You, you've got enough sort of kittens and stuff here. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we can do something with numbered kittens. Um. <laughs> um, but yes, no. So jump on and jump on board that because there's there's absolutely no skill to it. You, know, you don't which have to paint name. anything. You don't have to do anything much. It's just correct. We want to give... Take the piss out of somebody else. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, and again, thank you to the current Patreons. Uh, a lot of those Patreons have signed up for our dice level as well, which means that after three months, they will get a set of TCG branded dice. I am in the process of getting those organized. I have hit a bit of a snag with shipping from the US. Ugh, it's the worst. Which is the absolute worst at the moment because, like, normal shipping from the US, it's they refuse to use yeah. to go to Australia. So I have plans in motion. It may take me a little bit extra yeah, time. But if you are a Patreon on one of those levels for three months, you will get it, I promise. And I've seen I the pictures and they look so pretty. Uh, uh, as always, shout out to the newest sponsors, Penny. Uh, Penny, thank you so much for jumping on board. Really, really appreciate it, mate. Is there anything else that's on? That's all I've got listed. No. Not aware of any competitions or... Uh, There's probably stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I haven't been paying that much attention. No. Um, <laughs> to be quite so honest. I usually jump on Facebook and see what uh, events are coming up, but I, had, I didn't. I did not. No. I did nothing. Um, I do, actually, that's all. I do think that the Warhammer Geelong store is doing another um, random paint comp. It's the one mm-hmm. where you pick the the random paint. Okay, yep. Color and, and whatnot. And, and random mini. Yeah, it's a random mini, yeah. random paint color. And then they throw them all in a hat and you, yep. you pick one out and you've got to paint that mini with that color, feature color, um, which I always really like them. I just, we'll see. I have a lot of stuff in my backlog right now. Excellent. Uh, I'll, I'll, you and your backlogs. And your painting backlogs too. Um, cool. So let's end it there. Let's call it. Uh, if you haven't and you, you kind of half like what you heard, just give us a follow on Facebook, Spotify, Twidbean. Twidbean? Twidbean. <laughs> Twitch or Podbean? Twidbean. (laughs) Twidbean. I like that. It's late. Like I said, it took three hours to get the kids down. Uh, There was something else I wanted to say, and it's totally gone now. 
Patreon. Um, Patreon we've mentioned. Um, had a couple of inquiries about our, um, our merch <gasps> recently. So, yes, uh, that's what it was. Uh, spreadshirt. Yes. I said that right. Good. You did. I was about to say sweatshirt. Uh, spreadshirt. Oh, the, that's the place they come from. <laughs> Nike factory. Uh, all of our links will be in the, the yep. show notes. Jace is really good with doing that. Uh, I also got bored one day and I have created a website. <gasps> you totally did. How the fuck did I forget that? I just remembered the thing. That's like how much effort. I went to. Uh, so, a little bit of pictures on there, a little bit about us. Uh, there is a l- link in Facebook. Yep. I'll, make point. I'll add the link to the thing as well. Oh, cool. And then that has on the bottom of that, that's the link to yeah. everything else. So. Linkception. So, I'll link to that and then we'll link back to the thing and then we'll link to everything else as well. You link on Podbean to the website, which then links to Facebook, which links to Podbean, which links to Spreadshirt. Which I don't know. Correct. Yes. Links ahoy. That is all I have to say. <laughs> That's it for me. We will catch you soon, hopefully sooner rather than later. That's the plan. Catch ya. Bye. Twidbean. Yeah, you are.